0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Thought Leadership Podcast and live show. And I'm here with Jakob and you can see the excitement. I mean, I'm bringing in the energy in the house and this is a creative person. If you want to develop your energy and creativity, you have to listen to this episode. I cannot wait for you to connect with Jakob and get to know him. And just a short introduction of who Jakob is. If if you're familiar with Goldcast or if you're not familiar, you, you probably aren't familiar with Goldcast but you might not know the name of it, but you have seen 100% the videos online. And the GoCast is one of the biggest empowering storytelling, authentic video telling production company in the world. They have 500 million views per month and they have about 30 million fans. And the creative hype man, like he calls himself, is Jakob Schott, who is here with me today. So welcome on the show. I'm so glad to have you on.
1: Thank you, Daria. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here.
0: Oh, thank you. I'm, I cannot wait to kick in. So just let's get started with, before, you know, I made a small introduction about you, but you have the coolest title, Creative Hypeman. What does that mean?
1: I just made it up. It doesn't yeah. mean shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, but what does that mean to you? What does that mean to you when you think Creative Hypeman? Because that's what you are. So you, how do you embody the Creative Hypeman of Goldcast?
1: Yes. Yes. So I think, you know, it comes from the 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 reason and the day I made up that title uh, and obviously was approved. Right. I couldn't like just call myself like, I don't know, uh, the cool baker in a media company if I don't bake something. Right. So I think the goal here and the goal of the name was really not to put too much restraint and not to put myself in a box. Yes. Right. And that's what creativity is. Exactly. Uh, so the goal really was to be like, OK, I know I have a role in the company. I know I'm coming on board and bringing certain things to the table. And that's what, you know, the company needs or the founders saw as a match with yes. the mission of Goldcast. But also at the same time, I knew I had in a certain way, you know, a uh, place for creativity. And I wasn't, let's say, just managing Facebook or just coming up with ideas for marketing. Right. Yes. So I would say really that was the the approach. And actually, you know, that was that's what my kind of path at Goalcast was for the past two years and a half. You know, I've put together some projects like a comic, you know, inspiring comic for a younger audience. I, uh, I've helped put together uh, our uh, events, you know, Goalcast yes. Live that we did a bunch in Montreal, in Toronto, and you know, uh, speakers uh, like Vision Lakiani from Mind Valley that we know very well. Speakers like you know, Adam Roa, uh, Eric Edmídez came to Montreal, you know, to have yes. a live event. But also, I helped on a small pro- on smaller projects when we needed creativity for some hiring events or some ways to get goal cast more on the map or whatever else right so i think that's the beauty of again my mindset and also the title if we want to bring it back to the title is that yes it is about hype and creativity but at the same time it's adaptable right and i think everyone needs to adapt right like charles darwin says the species that survives is not the strongest or the most intelligent is the one that adapts the best. So especially in those times, right? I don't know where the conversation will go today, but we need to adapt and not be close minded, not put ourselves in boxes. Etc.
0: Exactly. And I love it because but the reason why I mentioned the title is because many of our listeners, they are leaders or they're founders and they have a team. And sometimes just putting a title on, you know, I, I usually tell our team members to put their own titles. And, you know, I'll, I'll really go away from the idea of assistant or doing this and that social media manager. It's kind of already in the title, we are starting to restrict ourselves. And we're going to talk about creativity here today. And I, just the title it, say, itself can open up for creativity and I think we can already you know explore and um, in the modern era of you know world titles and work how do we actually you know name the title because that's gonna open up or it's gonna limit us so i love 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 that you have creative uh, you know creative hype man so let's talk about it now the goal goal cast has grown super fast in the last latest latest years and i would love to hear how do you keep creativity as a focus in the fast growing company and production team like like yours
1: for sure i think really the the key point that helped us and I hope that it will, well, not I hope, I know that it will stay like this forever, but you know, it's easy to, you know, kind of sit and be comfortable when you have something that works. Yeah. But the reality is that since our distribution is mainly on social media, algorithms, yeah, people behavior, etc., always change, mm-hmm. right? So for example, you know, if you analyze our videos, few years back and actually that's what put goldcast on the map it was many speeches people on stages whether it's at an event that we host or even someone you know or some other conferences that was that was our main thing but today our main focus is on short documentaries and short films because we saw you know that first of all the way to differentiate because there's so many you know uh platforms out there that does inspiring speeches inspiring videos you know in a certain way with music etc et well it's the story right we're going to come back i think to the story at some point but it's the story but also the more c- the more control we have on the story the better it is so if we have let's say if we analyze the videos when someone or even us when we have a one hour speech We don't have that much control, right? We can prepare with the speaker the story or pinpoint the key moments, but still the delivery is 100% that person on the stage with a crowd. We cannot tell in their ears, yeah, can you say again that story or that moment with more emotion or something, right? You cannot do that. But now we are moving more into really crafting the story whether it's a short documentary or a short film that is way more in our control right actually I mean the short film is 100% in our control because you have the directors and all the team on set and if the scene is not acted as it's supposed to fit in the story we can reshoot the scene there's nothing stopping us right because I mean cameras are rolling and we can roll them again and we can tell the actors how more we want that right so it's really so the reason, again, is not only our will to also create better quality content and tell better stories, yeah. but it's also the fact that we saw that basically on social media, the speeches were less and less working. So yeah. it led the team to rethink and constantly rethink not just what's working, but what do we want to say as a message. And maybe the way we are we did it yesterday, is not the best way to do it today because when and that's that goes for any author speaker entrepreneur you have a goal you have a purpose right and the way you go there can change and should change right but sometimes we get comfortable and we stick to the way we do things and we focus more on the how and not on the what or on the why even better Right. So that's the most important thing. If, let's say, you know, you you are a speaker and you have a message and your true goal, because it has to be true. Right. Some some in some cases it might not be the case. But if, you know, that's your true purpose and you see that, you know, clubhouse is the new thing because people are stuck at home, blah, blah, blah. Or because for whatever reason, that's not the goal here. But then you're not going to, you know, be stuck in. Well, what I do is I speak on stages or videos. If you are connected to your bigger goal, right, your end goal, which Mm. is touch audience, and you have the data that whatever millions of people and whatever amount of time is spent on Clubhouse, without almost thinking, you're going to be like, okay, I need to go there, right? Because you're not attached to the how, you're attached to the why, Right. Yes. So that's really I think that's the key point to whatever you're doing to be really kind of always checking in. Right. And it doesn't mean you don't have to reinvent the wheel every single day. Right. Like obviously you, you figure out a way. And when something is working, you're going to do, do a little bit more of that. That's natural. But still every month or every week or every quarter minimum, you still take a look back, take a step back take a look at the big picture and see is is this the best way I'm serving my purpose or I'm going in the right direction
0: so true and that that not being attached to you know I learned to do this now I'm gonna do the same because it was working and even and it's going so fast and the, the idea with Clubhouse you mentioned for instance is that you can absolutely connect that to what you're already doing. So if, for instance, we are doing podcasts, we are usually Mm -hmm. connecting Clubhouse to the podcast and we're connecting our social media to the podcast. Like, there's so much links in between and then you play with that and you are creative. But it's so important, like you mentioned, Jacob, is that... We cannot stay attached to the platforms or the way we're doing it. We have to stay attached to our purpose, to why are we doing this? And what do we want to, where do we want to get with it? Well, we want to connect with people. If people are on Clubhouse and you're trying hard with your Facebook group, maybe, maybe it's time to move over because that's what is happening right now. And that's fine. You know, we are, we are moving and maybe one day and probably one day we're going to move to something else and that's completely fine. But I, I love what you mentioned as well about not doing the same things, but what I see often with, you know, someone working really hard on their mission is that they get into this tunnel vision where they cannot see clearly anymore. And what I usually tell them, you know, if they're visionary leaders or they, you know, want to become a thought leader is that they have to spend about 30% of the week in this space of creativity, basically making sure that their schedule allows them to have one, two days per week. And if you look at it, Just to think, just to reflect, just to meditate, just to have, you know, things coming through you, creativity coming through you. So that's something I practice and and I tell my clients to practice. But I would love to hear how you're doing that in, you know, one of the most creative companies I know. How do you fuel creativity? Because you, you might, you know, how do you do your meetings? How do you explore new ideas, trends? Like, how does it work on a day everyday basis?
1: Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so first of all, the most important thing to know and to to underline and to highlight is that creativity, I mean, it is in a way, but if we just simplify things, it's not a skill. It's a state, okay? Oh, yes. Like mindfulness, like happiness, it's a state, right? You're not, yeah, without getting into too much details, basically creativity, it's a state. And sometimes that state can come kind of on its own, right? Like we know mm. that that hallelujah moment, you know, Einstein or Da Vinci had a lot of those while like taking a shower or taking a walk, right? So yes. that actually there is an explanation to that is that when you have things on your mind and you've gathered all the information, when you take a step back, right, whether it's a shower or a walk or whatever it is, yeah. well, then your brain on its own makes connections and kind of put things together right yeah. connect the dots in sleep while walking etc so that's why you know sometimes in the morning you can have a burst that comes out of nowhere it yes. feels like it comes out of nowhere <laughs> but yeah. the beauty is that you can put yourself in that state right yes. so there's there's two things i would love to to share with you uh, and your uh, audience today first of all is brainstorm right brainstorming sessions are purely creativity right the goal is to come up with as much possibilities ideas so there's no like limitations okay and then something that is not exactly the same but that is connected and might sometimes even be like one leading to the other is deep work or a state of deep work right and that to give obviously credit these are not things that, uh, you know, I uh, came up with in the science lab, you know, I've been researching and reading a lot of things. Obviously, James Clear, you know, is like, for example, the the master of habits. Uh, Stephen Kotler is the master or actually like his focus is in deep flow. But if, you know, we simplify things and also, you know, through my personal experience and putting dots together. Okay. So first of all, the deep state, The deep state or the flow, right? We call it flow, deep state, deep work, whatever word we're using. First of all, what's important is to put yourself in peak state, okay? So if you've been sitting down for three hours, don't start, don't expect your brain to like lighten up just because you're like, okay, I'm going to get creative now. No, (laughs) okay? So get up, move Do 10 push-ups, put your favorite song and start dancing, do some fire breath, right? Like Tony Robbins type of like, you know, moving and breathing, whatever you wish. There's like a gazillion ways to put yourself in deep state. Then also putting, for example, um, wait, let me, let me actually start at, at the beginning. So first of all, you, the, you need, in in order to get into that state, you need to kind of manipulate what's around you, right? So m- meaning put the right ingredients together because yeah. you, you can have the recipe, you can have the willingness to cake a bake. If you're not having, you know, the right ingredients, well, that cake will not bake itself by magic, right? Yeah. So i might miss a few because there's a, a f- quite a few but we we might maybe share it in the in the notes or in the description Absolutely. or the caption but first of all you have to have a clear goal okay so you're like okay today i am going to think about how to get my you know podcast to the next level okay yes. so that's that's number 1 you have to have a clear goal write it down i love working when i get into deep state i love writing not on my computer, because I'm most of the day on my computer. Yeah. So the fact of changing, changing the, the scenery and all the ingredients will help me get in deep state. So taking a little notepad and a, pa- and a pen, moving from your regular space of work to somewhere else, and it can be literally at the other end of the table. It doesn't have to be like yeah. literally somewhere else. But yes, if you have, you know, a coffee shop that you love and there's like, you know, a more silent or more, more uh, like, you know, cozy place in that coffee shop, for sure going there would help. So changing the environment. And again, yeah. it can be the other side of the table. It doesn't have to be like, you know, you have to go outside or something. You have to block off 50 minutes minimum. Okay, you cannot like I mean, again, yes, you can for 25 minutes, but, you know, to have the best results, you have to take the time also to get into that state and ride the wave. Right. Uh, You have to block off all distractions, like people coming in, talking to you, uh, cell phone notifications, computer notifications, everything block Mm -hmm. off all distractions for 50 minutes put 50 minutes on your schedule you know you don't have anything else to do you don't you're not thinking of all the rest of things to do during the day you're not like oh i'm waiting for that call from the bank no no distractions block of 50 minutes change of scenery put some music ideally without words very repetitive kind of like you know for example i love either like kind of like, you know, music from movies, right? Like from like The Last Samurai or from, oh, from like uh, The Inception or something like this. Or if you want even more like kind of energy, you can even put, you know, some deep house, right? Yeah. So some kind of yeah. repetitive yeah. same song on repeat. So your wow. brain kind of, yes. So your brain doesn't like, is not stimulated by novelty of like a new song every four minutes. It's the same on repeat, uh, again, without words or very little words. Uh, so again, you're not like listening to what is said, et cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, also what's super important is that that goal or what you're working on has a good balance of challenge. And like you know, basically what I mean by that is that if it's too easy, it's not gonna be challenging. Yeah. If it's too hard, it's gonna be scary. Yeah. Right. So it's really important that really the task you're working on and that's your it's up to you to phrase it or to adjust it. Right. Even if the big goal might be very complicated, you just break it down to something smaller. And you're like today I'm thinking not what different types of guests I can have on my podcast, not what other chapters I can add to my book. I'm just thinking about how I can get that book to as much hands as possible Mm -hmm. for example right Mm -hmm. and then basically you let the magic happen and you're writing and there's no bad answers you cannot be also focused do not be focused on results okay the the fact if you're overthinking if you have the fear of like not coming up with something or if you're like as soon as you write something you're like no that's stupid is not good because then basically you're too much in your like technical brain. You want to tap into your creativity, which is the other side of the brain, right? We say whether it's true or not, the left brain, the right brain, whatever. But it it is true that if you're using your logic, well, then the creativity will not or will have a very harder time to come up, right? So for example, to give a very tangible example, uh, uh, an exercise I love doing um, and that's kind of typing it into the the second thing which is the brainstorm, which is again related but it's a different category of things let's say uh, is the Rbnb brainstorm I think I called it like this I don't know if there's an R- official name, but basic what what the founders of Rbnb did to when they were launching they knew they you know, their competition was basically all the established hotel, all the system, the fact that people are comfortable in a hotel, they know how to book it, blah, 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 blah. So basically, they're like, okay, it's really the experience that will make us stand out. The experience of, well, everything, right? How you book it, how you get to the place, the way you're, you know, either welcomed in person or not, right? The, the service, the fact that you see the pictures, all that, And basically, they said, okay, what would be a six on 10 experience? And then they write it down, right? Like, you book it, you receive an email of confirmation, but that sounds very like, you know, uh, template type of email, blah, blah, blah. And they write it down for a six on 10. So it's an okay experience, but nothing outstanding. And then they went to eight on 10. And then they went to 10 on 10. Like, what's the perfect experience? And then they went to 12 on 10. And then they went to 14 on 10 and then they went to 16 on 10 thinking of like, imagine we pick up the person with a limousine at the airport and we find out on their social media whether they love like fruits or they eat vegan food or they love wine. And we like, you know, greet them with all this. But that's obviously that's not the case. That's not the goal here to be again logical, right? So yeah. you go into that space. And the idea is that most of the things that today differentiate and that made Airbnb a success, which is the, the personalized, right? Like a yeah. super host on on Airbnb will have suggestions where to eat, where to go for coffee, right? In In the Airbnb, they will greet you with like, you know, a little chocolate or bottle of water or whatever, right? And that came from the things that were in the 14 on 10 16 on 10 but then after at the end brought to something possible right so the limousine and the champagne and the you know the things that are not you know they're, they're not uh they couldn't be done right i mean especially like um how do you say like uh so you have you know uh return on investment that is logical, that, you know, you're what someone's paying and what is your cost is obviously like there is a balance, right? So, but the, 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 the interesting thing here is that the ideas that became reality and that gave the success of Airbnb, some of them came from that 14 on 10, 16 on 10. So that's the importance that when you are in that deep state you're not in a state of like okay that's not possible what's possible no you're just flowing and you're not again because that's a state of flow and you're not focused on results right it is we're human sometimes you will work 50 minutes one hour on something and have nothing tangible that's normal right like ask any painter any artist did you ever write a song for one hour or even five days and you didn't come up with something of course right but then you have also exactly and sometimes also in 10 minutes you have the idea that will change the world or change your world right so that's really really the one of the most important things so when you put those ingredients together right the music changing the scenery having a clear goal having a good balance of challenge not too hard not too easy all those things makes you gives you all the chances in the world to get into a flow state into a deep work state and come up with creative ideas
0: I love it. And it's so useful because I can really relate to um, our members in our academy when they create their offers because we work with a lot of coaches, consultants, authors, you know. People who are there to serve. And we have this concept. Again, I'm I'm I love to break down and like, is this the really the only way to do it? Is you know, coaching might be seen as like we are doing this, you know, weekly calls or bi-weekly calls. And what we challenge them to do is to the called the greatest show. What is the greatest show you can create for your clients? What is the best experience possible? And I love that it can be, be really related to what you're saying, is that. When we think bigger experience, it doesn't have to be a jet. But if you start with that, and that's how we usually create those offers, is that you start with the biggest service you can give to someone. You're looking at your dream client and you see them and you say, what can I do to make their life and year the best year ever? What can I do for them, what they need and want and love? How can I make it easy for them? And then you go into this space of you just getting really creative and you have to allow yourself to be creative because some of those ideas are completely crazy but in a good way because you're opening up that creativity and you mentioned that jacob is that you cannot go into that state saying this is not possible it's going to cost too much and this is this and this it's about opening and expanding your vision and creativity has you know it's not only in videos it's in your work if you're you know you're if you're working as a consultant coach it's also in the what you're offering to your clients why would you offer something that is less than the best possible, less than what you can really serve at the highest, highest level because the industry is not doing that. And so it's not, it's about exploring that, like you're a to deep state, you are mentioning, you know, putting the music on, creating the space for it, and then going to what is that 14 out of 10 experience? Because many times actually, no if you look down when you get to the logical time which is not the moment that you're doing it it's later on so not mixing them up when you get to that state then you you will realize that actually a lot of those things we can make it happen today and why are we not doing that so it's about i love the parts it's so so important and for the ones listening or watching this this is in the creative work and the logical strategic work is not at the same moment they go together of course you need both in in any business but there is a space for creativity that has to put the creativity is the vision creativity is what will make it possible for you not to be stuck in the old ideas and just working harder for no reason Creativity is actually leadership. It's actually what's going to expand your business. And somehow you put that into the you know the, the moments of yeah, let's go for those you know team meetings and just have some creativity. No, it should be the priority. And this is why I love that what you're doing in Goldcast. You're the creative hype man. You you know you put creativity as a core focus of your business. This is why I also believe that your business is growing so fast and you're impacting so many lives because you're putting creativity and expanded vision as a core focus and that allows you to think bigger and you know and this is something we can all apply this is you don't have to be a production company to do that you you know for the ones listening watching if you're a leader if you're a consultant if you're author speaker doesn't write it doesn't matter what you're doing if you're you know just an entrepreneur starting out listening to this it's the way you're thinking it's the state and I absolutely, absolutely connect to this. And I mean, it's amazing what you're, the way you put it together and explain it. Thank you so much for sharing your process. Um, I would love to go a bit into another angle that I know is very specific for Goldcast, which is authentic storytelling. And, you know, creativity and authentic storytelling are two things that I love. And I think that we can all explore and storytelling somehow is as a speaker, I've been speaking for many years, we always heard storytelling being part of everything we're doing. But today, as we are recording this, we are, you know, many of people are in lockdown, we are at home. And almost like we forgot that we can bring that into the, the, the social media world and we can bring that into anything we're doing. So would you like to share a bit about how do you approach authentic storytelling?
1: And that's a that's a conversation for years and years. And honestly, there's a lot of people that could speak on that way better than me. Um, But if I can say it from my perspective, because, you know, I'm not working on the videos. Right. So let's put it out there very clearly that I'm not I'm so far from the talented people in our team. But. What I can say, and especially, you know, I want to put myself in your audience and clients shoes, which is, you know, most of the time, probably and correct me if I'm wrong, but they are, you know, they are the face kind of or their co- of their coaching. So they are speaking, right? So it's not from a media perspective that, you know, not media or whatever, but like a, a content production company that, you know, every almost every single video is a different person, right? So it's, yeah. a, it's a different approach. And actually there's a very good video and talk of the two founders of Goldcast and uh, Vision at yeah. Fest. So we yeah. could maybe also link it in the descriptions. Absolutely. And, you know, they, they dive really deeper of what makes, you know, a good story, and also how it can go viral, etc., etc. But I w- what I would say is really the key things, and actually these are like, you know, principles that goes the same for like marketing and almost sales and almost everything, is that you need to put yourself in your clients or your audience shoes and see it from their perspective, okay? Because yeah. I think so many times we will get into just our head And it's not a negative thing. It's just like if you are someone that has a purpose that is bigger than you, well, you have to consider other ingredients or things than just you. Right. If we're talking about like how to be happy with yourself and how to, you know, tell a story to like, you know, your spouse or your best friend. That's a different thing right then I would say just the the fact of being you know authentic and also passionate you know and giving details to the story whatever that will make a good conversation right yeah but as soon as you go more on the public side more on videos that you do publicly you will post on your social media you will even have some coaching calls etc you really have to think on how is this story related and connected, to the audience and how it can serve. So for example, with that approach, the number one thing that is important is that in, let's say even a speech, a one hour speech, a video, what does not matter? Have one key message, one key message that is supported by a story. Right. So if you tell a story about a time you were lost in the woods and like, you know, you had fear and overthinking and blah, 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 that's beautiful. And it's good that you paint a picture because actually that's also proven that stories and imagery get people emotionally involved. So that's another element. Key element is the emotion that you portray Mm -hmm. and also that people feel. Right. So if you tell an angry story, well, it might be good that you even get angry right like you you're not saying it without any emotion because how do yeah. you want people to get emotionally involved if you're emotionless right of
0: course
1: but you know um coming back to, to to the story you have to have that one key message and that basically your story supports that your emotion supports that And you support that by saying, let's say at the end, or even giving a glimpse at the beginning, what it is about. Yeah. And what is the message? Right. And just to give, you know, I don't know, some supportive because I also love like science and to understand how the brain works and everything, you know. There is a reason why the best, you know, presentations, whether business or even regular talks had a lot of imagery and it's even analyzed. Steve Jobs had incredible imagery in his even presentations of products. Right. Like, for example, saying that one person in six in the world will one day have an iPhone. That's very visual yes you don't you don't speak in millions you don't speak in percentage you speak in one person in six so everyone can see an image of like oh my god i think there's a lot of people in the world i'm not sure how much i'm not sure where they are but like i can only imagine that you know if i'm with six people at least one has a iphone and then the world well it's millions and millions and billions times that little circle right so i would say really that's that's the most important thing and you know It's a success if people get away from you, something they can sum up in one sentence. If you try to, you know, spit out all your wisdom and knowledge and all the messages you want in one speech, one video, one podcast, people get confused. And if they walk away with nothing they remember because there was too much, well, nobody wins, right? And that's often, that's the number one error I see Anyone, I, 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 don't, I don't even want to put just coaches or speakers, like literally everyone do is that they feel they need to like spit it, everything out. And it might come from, you know, they want to prove, they want to, maybe they didn't organize their thoughts. It might come from a lot of places, but the most important thing is don't overestimate the simplicity
0: yes. of a
1: message and the emotion and also the story that supports all of that.
0: Absolutely. I love it. Great, great advice. And I can really relate to that. You know, having coached many speakers, uh, Sebastian, my co-founder and partner, he has coached several TEDx editions full. And when they come in, there's like, yeah, I want to put all this in. And the best TEDx, the best talks are the ones where it's so simple. It's a story. You know, I can remember stories, people being on the beach, on the lake with their partner, and they just tell the story how they are there, what's going on, and then they give that, you know, that life lesson in the end. And that's a TEDx talk. And it's just amazing mm-hmm. because I see it, I remember it even years later because it was so, you know, it was so easy to connect to. I've heard some people, I don't remember who it was, but said that we should speak like we're speaking to a child, almost like we're explaining it to a child, you know, make it so simple. It's, it's, and you mentioned that, Jacob. it's sometimes when we, want to impress we want to do good and you know we have a big speaking engagement we're coming up we want to do give more but it's the it's counterproductive because we end up overwhelming people so it's just like simplifying make it imagery make it a story get to the one lesson with that one story that's a great advice and we can all apply that to so many different reasons awesome so I would love to continue this conversation because there is your 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 way of thinking and your way of you know expressing creativity and and what you're working on is amazing. And I know there are so many takeaways from this for the ones listening and watching. I love to always tell people to use this as a mini workshop, use it as something actionable. So if someone is listening, watching this today, what would you like them to take action on? What if there's one thing? That you will say like okay if you want to start with creativity if you want to explore creativity in your business with your team in your life what action can they take
1: i love it okay so you know we talked about the right brain the left brain right the execution right yeah. which is let's say if we want again to put a clear image Let's say that the execution side, answering calls, answering emails, doing meetings, etc is the technical part of brain, right? Yeah. And let's compare it to anything that you push. So for example the workout or going to run or doing a sport, right or even anything that take that uses right that uses your energy. Yeah. The body, you know you need to rest. Right, you need to relax. You need to drink water. You need to sleep. You need to meditate or yoga or whatever it is. Right, meditation is not the same as a workout. Right, meditation fuels you because it's a resting state, and the workout is the time to push your limits. And both together balance each other. So if all you do is work out all day, you you will not be healthier. Your body will collapse. And if you meditate all day. Well, maybe there's also missing a little bit of movement and a little bit of like, you know, pushing pushing yourself. No disrespect to like Shaolin monks that meditate for 17 hours a day.
0: Which is also pushing a bit, right? 100%, yeah.
1: mentally 100%, incredible yeah. level. So the same goes for the need of the balance of those two. So basically, if you really understand that need, right? Like I need to Mm. as much work out and rest. I need to as much execute as strategize, think and go into that side of the brain. So basically that's step number one. You really understanding the balance of both together and the need for both, not one or the other, the need for both. Then the next steps is the action and the action in today's world, especially for, you know, coaches or speakers or anyone probably you know with a lot of things going on in the world is to schedule it there's yes. no better way to get in into action than schedule it like literally right now as you're listening or watching going to your calendar we'll wait with daria
0: yes we're waiting go seriously, to your calendar seriously go guys yeah. and you don't even have to go anywhere because you can sit and you can take your phone and just open it exactly block exactly block it exactly
1: in block off 45 minutes if it's really impossible even 30 minutes ideally one hour and call it deep work call it brainstorm call it whatever you want and you block it off yes. so that's number one step and then putting together the ingredients we listed before for the perfect cake for the yes. perfect flow cake right and then basically you know let letting yourself immersed in that experience That's it. it. Like you, you you, once you are in that situation, right? You've put all those ingredients, you don't need to do much else except let whatever is going in your mind get on paper. Right. And that's it. And trust me, like that's a, that's a fact. Even if that first session is not, you know, you coming up with world breaking ideas, still trust the process. As anyone starting, you know, a new sport or a new hobby, you won't necessarily be incredible at it. But remember, it is maybe on a certain level a skill, but it's mainly a state. So creativity is a state. And now, if I can just add a little cherry on top of the sundae, a more simple, let's say, creative moment that you can create in your day-to-day is a session of brainstorm and that you can, you know, block off 30 minutes. Some of the elements for deep work can still be put in there. So, you know, music or maybe hyping yourself up before, but, you know, it's less, I would say it's just more simple, even though both can go together. So a session of brainstorm, basically, again, you set a clear goal, okay, for the session, and it can be very broad. It can be more broad than a deep work session, okay? So it can be literally, business ideas. What would be a business idea? And you go full on and you're not fixated on like, okay, I want just like a service idea. No, if you just want, you know, to let the creativity flow, you can come up with ATMs with cupcakes and shoes that, you know, uh, makes you fly. Doesn't matter. You get into a brainstorm. So first step is setting a goal, broad or more specific. Second goal is the first session of brainstorm let's say so for 10-15 minutes you go full on no limits no stupid idea no nothing then the second part of that actually the third first being setting the goal second being the no limit brainstorm second is research because if let's say you're thinking of ways of getting your podcast known right yeah you will. You want to also research what's out there, what's already done, because that also can be things that can not limit yourself, but let's say, put you back into more uh, a realistic what's next and what can really be tangible or done, right? Because that's ultimately the goal. The goal is not just to be incredibly creative and come up with crazy ideas that, you know, I want to sell cupcakes on moon. Okay, but like, how can that impact your life or other lives, right? So, Obviously, first session of brainstorm is the no limit, but then is the research. So you check a little bit what's out there, what others are doing. And then you do a second session of brainstorm with a little bit more kind of, you know, kind of going down the funnel, right? More specific and more tangible and more realistic things. And then that's where maybe ideas from the first part of the brainstorm might spark and that's why the other one is exactly that it's the rbnb brainstorm right the first part is you go to 16 on 10 but then you bring it back to like okay what's really doable right yeah, so yeah. then the last part of the brainstorm is really ideas it can be new ideas because you've researched so you have new like information you have new things but it can be also taking an idea from the first brainstorm or the first part and making it more tangible or doable and then at the end of that session, you have something that you can, you know, take it to the to the next step and start executing or schedule another session because you need to think yeah. more or dive deeper into that specific thing.
0: Great. It makes me think about the, the Rose Method, which is a method that's used. It's like a, they, they don't say it's a yoga, but it's a physical activity that I've trained myself in, which is um, called the Rose Method. And the muscles, what they're basically telling you is to practice focus and diffuse. And there's a moment when you really go strong into like a posture or you train yourself with the breathing and then you just diffuse. And I apply that to my life. And I think it can really be re- related to this creativity and the strategic thinking in your brain. So basically, going in, into a state of You're opening up, you know. There's the brainstorming. There's all idea. It's it's the diffuse mode. It's the diffuse mode, meaning that you're letting things just like flow. There, you know, overflow, and there is no limits. It's basically there is no box or something. And then there is the moment when naturally you can also listen to your energy. Like we didn't speak so much about that today, but you can listen to energetically. You will feel when you want to go into the diffuse mode with diffuse mode because. Uh, fo- sorry focus mode because you will get to a moment where like okay I- I've gone so far as I can go and then you go into the focus mode and you say okay I, I had taken all this and then you get strategic you get more into research you go into your using your logical mind and then there's yeah. a moment when that's like okay I'm done and you go back to the focus uh, for the fuse mode and you go between those and yeah. that allows the creativity to flow and I think it's just another way to me- to kind of you know to say about the brainstorming or the creativity part is there are basically two states that you enter yeah. in your work and in your life and they go together and the more you you listen to them and you use them in your business in your life the easier it gets to go from one to another and you will know when to go from yeah. one to another you know what okay i have to go into this state and focus and then you have this, you know, focus mode and, you know, we could, that's what, you know, a, a, like a boot camp can be a focus mode. And then you have mm-hmm. the creative, creative retreats or creative moments when you just like, you know, brainstorm and go big and them together. That's magic. Basically, that's magic. Yeah.
1: Exactly, exactly. Oh,
0: it has been such a pleasure to have you on, Jakub. Where can people find you? Where can people explore your your magical world, your creativity? Where can the people read about you or, or, you know, explore what you're working on at the moment?
1: Awesome. Yeah, uh, I, I would say mainly the, the Instagram. So Funky Jakob, Funky as Funky and yakoub J-A-K-U-B. That's it. As simple as this.
0: Wonderful. So we're gonna put all the sh- the notes in the show description in all the comments below, so you check it out. So if you have listened, you know the books we mentioned or the different uh, projects we mentioned, and of course Jakob's profile, so you can check out what he's working on at the moment and connect with him. And before we end this, as we want you to take action, and we were t- talking about this, you know, scheduling thing. And if you haven't done it yet, I want you to go to your phone. And you can pause us, because that's the beauty of social media, you can pause us on audio video. And I want you to write done in the comments when you're done. Done means basically put one, at least one hour of creative work for yourself. And if you don't have one hour of creative work, then make sure that you start to to question yourself about how you're putting your schedule together, because this is one of the most important things. One hour in the upcoming week of creative work, when you are done it, put done in the comment below. And we want to see that. And let us know what was the biggest takeaway for you. But the most important actually is the done. Hashtag done. And that's all. And thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, Jakob, for being with us. And until next time, have a magical, creative day.
1: Yes. Bye.
0: Bye-bye.